What's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode number seven of the podcast. Everybody, welcome to episode number seven of the Culture Shock Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Tyler Grant, and sitting across the table from me is Cody Hager. What's up? What's going on, dude? Nothing much. We're we're back at our normal schedule this week. Yeah, yeah. Last I'm not week, sick this week. That was the big thing. Is we usually record on Thursday afternoons, and I was not feeling good. Why are you sick? Because of you. <laughs> <laughs> Literally because of you. I had a stomach virus the week of Infinity. No, Infinity War. In game. No, it March. was. Yeah. In game release. Cody was around me a little too much, and then he called me the next week. I just sat beside you in the movie, and that was the only time I was near you, like the you entire week. You came to my week. house on Friday. Oh, I for, keep forgetting about that. Yeah, so okay, it's I am both because of you. It's your yes. fault, though. But it's we're back fault. to our normal recording schedule and our normal recording kind of layout. This isn't a review of a movie. Um, and then game's over. In games, it's, it's end. It's ended. ended. Yeah. We're, so we're finally over that peak. We hit our review out last week. Go check it out if you haven't listened to it. It was actually our. Uh, most listened to episode in the fastest amount of time. So mm-hmm. we're getting a little bit of traction. A little traction. So share this podcast with your friends, get it out um, to everybody. But yesterday, something big happened in your life. Yes. Oh, share yes. for our uh, sports listeners. Our sports happened. listeners. All our sports listeners. Yes. Dylan, if you're listening, man, this is for you. Yeah, this is all for you, Dylan. So yeah, Tottenham, um, they're my Premier League team. This is soccer. Yeah, this is this soccer, is soccer if, by the way, if you need to know. For you Americans. But Tottenham have been my Premier League team um, for a while. Anyway, and they are in what's called Champions League. So for those of you who don't know, that's kind of the big European competition where all the big clubs in Europe, Real Madrid, Barcelona, Juventus. Good eye, Mike. That is Australia. <laughs> <laughs> Australia does not take part in Champions League. I know. Anyway, they, are, they were in the semifinals of this thing. They were mm-hmm. down. I'll sum it up. They were down 3-0. Came back in one half. 3 nothing is for you Americans. I think people know what nil means. Okay. They were down 3 nothing. They came back in the second half of the second leg and came back and just, oh my gosh, three away goals. They won. It was amazing. Lucas Moore had a hat trick, and I screamed at the top of my lungs in my office. I thought security was going to be called because I was on the ground almost crying when that last goal went While in. While I was at a doctor's appointment with my son, and I get a text from Cody, where are you at right now? Like, yeah. <laughs> he had to talk to somebody about this big event that was going on. I called on. Sarah, and she was like, that's awesome. I don't care. <laughs> she was very, very nice about it. but My brother-in-law, Andrew, he's a big Tottenham fan, too, yeah. so he texted me last night. I was like, give Cody a big hug for me for Tottenham winning the match. <laughs> like... They're they're freaking out over and that. Glory, glory, Tottenham Hotspur. That's that's exactly that's our whole that's episode. That's what you today, were thinking, guys. right? Yeah, that's we're talking about title. Tottenham all day. The Spurs go marching on. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, on, I don't remember. We're not really Spurs. talking about Tottenham all day. We're going to be we talking could, about TV, television. We haven't talked about television really at all. I mean, a little bit of Game of Thrones in passing. Yeah, but we're going to be talking broad television today. Yeah, and TV is a very interesting medium because it's changed so much. Mm-hmm. Over the course of the past even five, ten years, because it used to be so much about every week you had the show you were watching, had to wait a week for it to come out, and you finally get to watch it. Now we're in almost a very instant gratification culture where you can watch TV anytime you want to. You can binge it. Any TV show is now available almost instantly. Yeah, TV's really grown for a number of reasons. Like you said, we're in the technology age where you can stream literally anytime you want. On any device. On any device. You can be at work and watching TV. Um, But on top of that, TV shows and their quality, as far as visually, has gone up a whole lot because Mm -hmm. 
computer graphics, things like that, are much more accessible now and just really good quality um, you know, filming, right? So, like, digital cameras have come a long way. But where there are great shows, there are also very bad shows because I yes. think people are running out of content. They're running out of creative, original ideas. Yeah. So well, you, but there are, there are, there's, there's a always, whole lot in it. But. Yes, but for the most part, TV has very much been elevated to the, to the next level. Oh, yeah. Yeah, within the past... 15 to 20 years. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. And we're going to get into a little bit of that yeah, and why we, that is. Yes. But. Um, but TV shows are something that have very much influenced my life as a whole. And I know for you, for most of everybody listening, TV is a part of our lives. I mean, yeah. we, we want to say it's not. We want to say we're readers. We want to say that we don't just <laughs> sit in front of the TV. But that's what you do as a family. Like, after a long day, you sit around the TV and you watch your show. Yeah. Let's be real. That's what we do. It's like, part of the American dream. It is. We, we don't want to say it. We don't want to admit it. But it's real. Yeah. So we all have different shows that have influenced us personally on different levels and different degrees. So today, Cody and I, we're going to be talking about our most influential TV shows of all time. Top five. Top five. Top five. With, with a few honorable mentions, of course, because there are Quite some, a few honorable mentions. More like a few, top ten. Mine's going to end up being a top ten. Yeah. Um... But yeah, it's, it's not going to be our top 10 greatest TV shows of all time. It's going to be kind of close for some of mine. I mean, it's pretty close for me. So yeah. you'll, you'll see mine in it, okay. w- yeah. why for me. Um, but these are the shows that have really shaped us. Mm-hmm. Not just the past two years, not just the past three years, but we're, we're both 26 years old. So for our whole lives, what shows have shaped us and influenced us to be where we are with our media, with our entertainment right now? Now, I don't know about your list, but I did not include things like um, Sesame Street, Bob the Builder, or any stuff like that. I don't have either of those. Like I have something that's kind of similar. Those were probably very influential in that For sense, little kids. But we're I talking have, like, you know, more modern shows or like mm-hmm. what we've really impacted, been I have, impacted by. I do have one show that I was younger. I wasn't like a toddler, but I was a little bit younger. Yeah. It has, it's been a big part of my life and probably for you, honestly, and a lot of listeners. It's American Idol, right? I <laughs> take, I hate American Idol. I do too. I hate, <laughs> I I hate any all live singing. I hate them. It, oh, yeah, I agree because they've become such like an event and like <laughs> such a tearjerker. Which they've done some cool stuff with them all, but I just can't stand it. I really can't. the new American Idol isn't awful. I think it's better than it was. Honestly, you watched it a little bit. Elizabeth has, has watched the last season. It's Luke Bryan, Katy Perry, and um, some other guy. I can't remember who it is. Um, so yeah, it's it's decent. It's not nothing will ever beat those first couple of seasons though. When it was fresh, when it was that was when it was good. But it's not something that I'm just like dying to watch. No, no, I'm going to listen to. No, so that's breaking news. Spoiler alert: it's not on our top ten or top hundred. Oh, well, it was on mine. But oh, sorry, just kidding. Not on there at all. Um, but Cody, let's let's go through some honorable mentions really quick. Things that wanted to make the list but didn't quite squeeze into your top five. Oh, that's kind of oh, that's tough. I thought I wanted to do the top five first. No, okay. Honorable mentions. It I makes honorable sense. Honorable mentions first. It makes, it, sense. Makes, it makes sense. Okay, so one of my big honorable mentions, and if you've been listening to the podcast the past, I don't know, ever Seven since weeks? we started it. Yeah, you. this is probably not a surprise, but it is The Expanse TV show. That's an honorable mention it's for me. It's a TV show? Yeah, yeah. Oh. So I'll explain it. It was, was a book. It's a book series that they turn into a TV show. show. Shoot. Shoot. TV show. Shoot. Shoot, 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 shoot. All right, so <laughs> uh, The Expanse was written by two guys. They go by the pen name James S.A. Corey, and they were they writ, wrote uh, words wrote for <laughs> words George R.R. R. Martin, or okay. like, I don't know how, but they worked with him when he was writing Game of Thrones. So now they've done this big sci-fi TV series, 
and they've written seven or eight books or whatever it is, and it's become a series that was on sci-fi for a while. Now Amazon Prime recently picked it up, which is really good news because they were going to cancel the show. Anyway, it is an absolutely fantastic TV show. People compare it to Battlestar Galactica all the time, which I know gets like a weird like nerd yeah. rap. But it is consistently in the top 15 TV shows of all time. It's okay. Battlestar Galactica. Yeah, It just sure. has that level, that realism. Um, it's a really cool show. And it has this, like, in, in Game of Thrones, you have the White Walkers that are constantly there. And in this, it has a similar presence. And it builds and it builds. You're giving me a weird smile. <laughs> as soon as you said Battlestar Galactica. Yeah, you tuned out My everything else. My mind just went away. Cool. All, all I thought cool. of was bears. Beats. Battlestar Galactica. Galactica. <laughs> That's all I can think of. So Expanse is one of your honorable mentions. It's definitely Just because it's not there yet, it has the potential to be, if they keep going through, if they follow the books like they've been doing, it could be great because it just builds and gets bigger and bigger and bigger. Um, And and the graphics, everything looks great in that show. So it's definitely an honorable mention as far as influential, good TV shows. Yeah. Uh, One of mine is actually Survivor. Um, They're on the 35th season. And I didn't start watching Survivor until a year and a half ago. But Elizabeth and I have probably binged about seven or eight seasons of I'm Survivor. I'm giving you a real weird look right now. It's, yeah, I know. It's, I don't know. It really has shaped the, like, Eliminations, like, style TV show. It's a huge show. Yeah. And it's just kind of become something that we'll, like, we'll put on TV and we can binge through a whole season in less than a week. Um, so it hasn't, it didn't shape me and influence me younger, but it's just kind of been there for me the past year and a half. Something fun to watch. Um, not a big one for me, but it is on my honorable mention. That's kind of that's an interesting one, I think. Yeah, I, because it is. That I think a lot of people can associate with that. A uh, lot yeah. of people watch. That was uh, like American Idol. Like it was a revolutionary show when it came out, for sure. And this goes back with our whole thing of TV. Like the fact that they had the digital cameras to follow them the entire time and the crew and yeah. get together around the clock and the night vision cameras too. It was one of the first ones to really use all that. And it's a show that families kind of united up. Under and would watch. Elizabeth and her family loved Survivor growing up. They would have Survivor watch parties, like yeah. their whole family. Yeah, we used to watch it like that. When we so were it's a big, in, it's a big show in that aspect. So Survivor. interesting. That's yeah. an interesting pick. I was not good ready pick. for yeah, that. Yeah, no, I wouldn't say good pick, but it was interesting. Oh, oh hush. All right, this one may be a little bit more interesting, and I'm curious if it's on your list, but I guess I'll find out. So honorable mention for me, Saturday Night Live. Okay, I've never been big in SNL. Really? I, I love it. I respect it. But I've never watched it weekly. I mean, I mm. I love the, like the Chris Farley bits and all the old school like yeah. Adam Sandler and all those guys. Chevy Chase. That's the OG SNL crew. But I've never just loved it. But it is one of those iconic shows. You can't deny that. It's great, and it's on the honorable mention. I don't think it's in my top five by any means. Okay. But it is a good show where if you're a Saturday night, you got you know you could watch a movie. You could flip on your own TV show yeah. or whatever on Netflix, but when you turn on Saturday Night Live and you know it's live, there's something special about it, something different. Not from New they, York. Exactly. Saturday they mess night. up. They have fun with it. That is, Jimmy Fallon also always struggled with it. That's one of the oh, best he parts. Broke he broke character probably more so than much. anybody. It's great. Yeah. They had a really good cast those couple of years. Did and you then see Tina the and newest episode with Adam Sandler hosting? Uh, I watched a couple of clips from it. Yeah. People said it was one of the best they've done in years. And he was—he started on SNL. Yes. So it was a tribute to Chris Farley. There was one called the Sandler Family Reunion. I watched that one. So it was just kind of, and Jimmy Fallon came back in it too. Yeah. So that was kind of a reminiscence. It used of to be like my Monday morning routine to go to their YouTube channel and really? just rewatch all of the clips. Yeah. 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 I've gotten out of that, but 
Yeah, no. Although other. those lines could be like late show, or Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon, that kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah. Never really big into it, but that's kind of that same. Didn't we start recording when Jimmy Fallon? We were in college. Jimmy Fallon took over Correct. for Conan O'Brien, and we recorded like every single episode. We used to watch it Do you on our that? TV. Yeah, it was on our yeah. AT&T Universe. Yeah, because yeah. we actually had a DVR then. Mm-hmm. And it's actually on my favorites on my Hulu right now. Really? Yeah, and I have every episode saved. I don't know why I don't watch it every week. It's so current. If you get behind, it's it is. This one. It's really hard to keep up with. Um, I got two. I got two for one right here. Go for it. Uh, if this, these are more for my teenage, young years. Rugrats and Drake and Josh. Okay. Um, Rugrats, because I remember every night when I was younger, my mom would say, all right, Tyler, it's bath time. I'd always say, can I watch one more episode of Rugrats? It's just, I have that memory. So it's just kind of one of those shows that shaped me as a kid. And then Drake and Josh was more of the, like, becoming a teenager show. Mm-hmm. One of the, like, teen Nick kind of things. Did you, did you watch Drake and Josh a lot? I would watch it when it was on. I didn't make a conscious effort. Okay. Rugrats was... That was a good pick. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it was influential by any means, but, I mean, it was a constant throughout my childhood. For sure. Yeah. Elizabeth couldn't watch Rugrats because Angelica disobeyed her parents. Well, I mean, she did. She Angelica really did. was literally the, the worst. worst. <laughs> Straight up. So, anyway. I like that pick. Yeah. I, I could get on board with that. Yeah. Okay. What else? Do you have another honorable mention? I do have one more honorable mention. Honorable mention. I feel like I could get some flack for this one. I just want everybody to know this was extremely close to being my fifth. I don't know what this is. No, you probably don't. And I don't know if you've even watched it. I don't know. Anyway, last honorable mention, which is pretty much tied with my number five, but I had to go with my number five. You'll see why. Is Sherlock. I watched one episode. What is your problem? We There was Gosh. one day, the biggest snow we had in college... I remember we put on an episode of Sherlock, two hours long, right? I think you fell asleep, I, right? No, I closed all of the blinds, hoping that as soon as the episode was over, we would look outside. Oh, and I remember snow. this. Yeah, I remember that now. It's a great episode. It's just a, it's a really hard watch. It, you've you've got to be... It's, it's a very dedicated watch. you got to be tuned in. you got to yes. be 100% there, but that is a fantastic show. The first two seasons especially. The last, the, the third season, yeah, not as much, but still... Great show. Um, they could still do some awesome stuff with it. I mean, just the cast alone. Yeah. You know, they could do anything. For sure. And you'd be all on board. And then I have one more honorable mention, then we'll get to our top five. But this is one we've been talking about a little bit. Um, dude, we were listening to the soundtrack minutes ago. Oh, gosh. VeggieTales. Growing up in a Christian household, you watch VeggieTales. Yeah, you did. That's what it is. VeggieTales and Carmen music videos. And it's one of those shows that you just, you know the theme song by heart. A lot of you are probably hopefully singing the theme song in your head right now. VeggieTales, VeggieTales. <laughs> Why are we whispering? <laughs> no, it's getting creepy VeggieTales going on. VeggieTales. <laughs> we may overlay the song in there. We'll see what happens in Doubt post-production. It. I doubt, doubt it. it. But it's an influential show. It, it can't not be. And my favorite one was always Lord of the Beans, which was their like take on Lord of the Rings in VeggieTales fashion. See, when I talk to people about this, because I remember watching VeggieTales, a few of the songs, but I never can remember specific episodes. I don't know how people Larry do it. Boy and the Fib from Outer Space. No idea. The Grapes of Wrath. No idea. The one with Shaq, Rack, Shaq and Benny and the Bunnies. I do remember a little bit of that mm-hmm. one now. Yeah, the fiery okay. furnace. Yeah. 
But I, I agree. You can't. It's hard to recall a lot of the specific episodes. That's why it's hard for me to say it's influential. Okay. You know, because I feel like I, it has to have some kind of direct impact. But as far as like a, if it made me who I am a little bit, I'm yeah. sure Veggie Tales. Yeah. Up Just there. a little bit. Just a little bit. I know. Um. So let's let's get to it. Oh, the let's real get to stuff. our top five. The real. Uh, the meat of the t- conversation today. Meat of our So you want to get us started with your number five? I would love to. Did you already see my number five? I did because I had to get images up for uh, the, the watchers on YouTube. I had to get some stuff on the TV. Mm, yeah, okay, okay. I know, which stinks. You haven't seen mine though, which is which would be good. Yeah, that is good. I haven't looked at it at yeah. all. Also, good plug. If you are listening to the podcast you want to watch, yeah. it is on YouTube. It's you can check YouTube. it out and vice versa. Yeah, subscribe. Like, subscribe, comment, ring the, no- the notification bell. You can't comment. Oh, you can on, on YouTube. YouTube. Yeah. Uh, I was thinking podcast. Thanks, YouTube listeners. Thank you, YouTube. So, number five, Cody. Okay, number this. five for me, once again, this may be a little bit of a controversy because it is a miniseries. Okay. Not a full-on, like, season TV show. Um, it is Band of Brothers. Okay. I didn't get an image for that one. That's Sorry. okay. Only one I don't have an image for. If you don't know what Band of Brothers is by now, oof, feel I've sorry for it. i watched it. Really? How long is like it's a mini series? So how long? It's ten episodes. I think the episodes they do the HBO style, so I think they're like an hour and a half. Okay. Um, but I mean, you need to carve out not like a day, obviously, but you need to have like two weeks where you're like, I'm not gonna watch any other shows. I'm just gonna go home. And I'm gonna watch Band of Brothers, like one good episode a day. HBO exclusive. It is an HBO, but it's on Amazon Prime Video now Got it. because it came out in the '90s. Got it. Um, that show. Truly has impacted me as a person. Okay. Because, okay, you've watched Saving Private Ryan, right? Parts. I've never seen the whole movie. Why are you even here? I, why did How I, have you never watched Saving Private Ryan? I'm, okay. It's a hard oh. watch. Yes, but you got to watch it. I know. I am so disappointed in you. Sorry, guys. Your earbuds just fell out because Cody just yelled. Who uses ear. earbuds anymore? Your AirPods fell AirPods, out. AirPods, you're okay? right. Sorry. We're in 2019. Yeah, come on. Oh my god! But I know I've seen a lot of it. This is stressful right now. We might need to take a pause, and we'll be back in two and a half hours. <laughs> but back to it. Back to okay. Band of Brothers was created, produced by Tom Hanks and Steven Spielberg. Correct. After I think they did um, Saving Private Ryan. Saving Private Ryan. Uh, so it has a very similar feel, but it is just it's very real to life. It is the true story of um, Easy Company. I think in the five hundred first and. Uh, God, that show is so good. It just shows like true American heroes. Yeah. You know, World War II is always so, some feel good stuff. Is it based stuff. in World War II? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it follows Easy Company. Since you've never seen it, I'll give you a little synopsis. It follows Easy Company, um, who they were paratroopers and kind of the first of their kind along with, you know, mm-hmm. other paratrooper units. Um, they they trained it uh, in Georgia and were really intense on the training. They were probably the like hardest trained soldiers in the army, and then when they got over to Europe, they just did so many amazing things. They were there, the Battle of the Bulge, um, the invasion of Normandy. They uh, also stormed Hitler's like mountain castle thing at Dang. the end of the war. They had so many different pieces of yeah. World War II history that this one company saw. And it's based off a true story with these guys. It is based off a true story, following the entire company, but mainly the show, especially following, not the book, um, their, uh, I think it's his captain um i can't remember military ranks i got them so mixed up and i've already lost the guy's name um dick winters is his name Uh, captain winters clearly yeah anyway so um so check it out like i don't know that is worth a watch i would 100 percent recommend man of brothers to anybody i mean it is a mature audience it's very gory yeah they use the language but um it's great all right Um, my number five is very different 
Very different. I knew it would be. Uh, it's actually Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Okay, I can respect that. Okay, so Brooklyn Nine-Nine, it's a little bit newer. I think it started in 2015. They're on season six right now. I actually got disbanded by NBC, and then Fox picked it up. Really? Yes. Never they knew that. It canceled the show, and then we're on season six now because Fox reached in and picked it up because people were rioting because it got canceled. Why did they cancel it? I don't know. Ratings were excellent. I was looking on Rotten Tomatoes. Season six is 100% certified fresh. Wow. This show, like, and it's so influential for me. One, because I love Andy Samberg, and I love this show. It's just, it's hilarious. It just follows cops, and it's just fun. But we also, we watched this show super hardcore when Judah was born. Mm-hmm. So it's just one of those shows that when we were exhausted at 2 a.m. when Judah was awake, we would put on. So it, it kind of helped us through that, kept us sane a little bit. And I, I could not recommend the show anymore. This is our only show we are watching weekly right now. Every Thursday night when it comes out, we are jumping on it as fast as we can because it is truly, it's, it's one of the best shows that's out on TV right now, which you haven't watched yet. I have not. I'm kind of saving it. You know, it really it's, it's a great watch, and I, I couldn't recommend it any higher. Um, so one quick note: it was canceled by Fox and picked up by. NBC. That's what it was. So mm-hmm. I had to switch. Yeah, but it's kind of cool though that you know one of your most influential shows, which it makes sense because it's more modern and recent, but is one that's going on right now. So you get that episodic of like every week it's you're great. waiting on an episode, and, and it, it's cool to yeah. see that. I do love that we can watch shows instantly now. Like, whole seasons immediately. But it is nice to have a weekly show that you look forward to every week to that new episode coming out. Yeah. So, yeah. It's number five, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Okay. Which, which, let's jump to your number well, four. Speaking Ooh. of a show that comes out every week. Oh. And is very much in the news right now. Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah. Oh. Is my number four, for sure. Which I thought would be higher for you. That's a weird image for that. That's what I could find. But it, it's the sigils of the house and stuff. Okay. Anyway. Why do you think that's a weird pick? I thought it would be higher. Really? Yes. It, it may just be really hot right now, and that's because you're talking about it a lot because it's coming out weekly. Yeah. So that's why I maybe thought it was higher. Uh, no. It, yeah, it's not higher. This was a tough list anyway. Yeah. But it's not higher just because the other ones on my list, I feel like all have, well, maybe not all of them, but have some kind of like redeeming qualities yeah. and like moral compass. Um, you know, in the shows, and, and they're, they're make you a better person. Game of Thrones, <laughs> at the end of the week, yes. does not make you a better person yes. in any way. It probably does the opposite. It's just a good, like, <laughs> cinematic experience watching the show. It's yeah. not a movie, it, but it's... It's very, very cinematic, well like, world-building kind of thing. Yes. And it's weird, but awesome that they do a medieval feel, but completely different. Because when I first yeah. started watching the show, I was like, are they trying to, like, play off of, like... You know, King Whoever yeah, sure. makes some alternate history, but it's just completely different. Yeah. Westeros, all this other stuff. So it's really cool they've done it. Game of Thrones definitely up there. Yeah. Yeah. Great pick. Um, my number four is one that you haven't watched yet either, um, but it's Star Wars The Clone Wars. I watched part of it. Oh, yeah. You, that's right. You have. Um, once again, Clone Wars is a show that's been around for a while, Oof. but I didn't watch until I was married. 2015 was when I started watching Clone Wars. Um, whenever Force Awakens came out and it was just Star Wars was everywhere. I was yeah. like, let's watch it. Let's pick it up. Did and Elizabeth watch it with you? She's watched an episode or two. She, oh, yeah. um, this was when she was commuting to Savannah every day for work. Mm-hmm. So I had a lot of time to just kind of watch, hang at the house and watch Clone Wars. But it, it just keeps you in the Star Wars universe more. Because the movies, they're limited. Mm-hmm. It's two hours. You're there. Clone Wars, you just keep on watching episodically. You're always in the Star Wars universe. Episodically, I like that. I know, good word. That's a good word. Um, 
but the stories are so well done. Animation's so good. It's it really is an excellent show. Yeah, um, I couldn't recommend it higher because we love Star Wars. I love the prequel era. Um, I know the prequels aren't the best, but I love the era. I love the Galactic Republic and the Jedi. Yeah, and this just dives into it really well. Uh, yeah, the little bit I have watched of Clone Wars, I mean, it is like what the prequels. Could have been. Should have been. Should have been. been. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and they do, like, they do the relationships way better. Like, Padme and Anakin has done better in an animated series mm-hmm. than Hayden Christensen and Natalie Portman actually did. Don't you dare talk Did I love them Natalie both. I, it's not their fault. It's George Lucas' you. fault. Well, yes. It's the writing. 100%. Have you, you've watched, like, the documentaries and stuff of, like, them making Star Wars, mm-hmm. obviously. Yeah. Um, oh, gosh, I can't remember which one it was, but I think it was when they were making the original trilogy. Like Harrison Ford, Carrie Fisher, Mark Hamill were all talking about working on set with George. Yeah. And they would say that when they would do a take, he would say, faster with more energy. So they would end up like speeding through these takes with like a lot of emphasis okay. and stuff. Wow. So when you look back on it, you're like, that makes sense why it feels a little weird rushed. and quick yeah. and rushed. He knew he had a lot to get into that movie. They didn't have a ton of film to work with because it was a low budget film. Yeah. So it was like, quicker, more energy, go. <laughs> Very interesting. I don't remember that part. Yeah. Pretty Good. cool. Yeah, Clone Wars, number four. Oh, this is my turn? Number You're, three? We're getting number three. Oh, we are moving right through. We are moving. Number three. I think this may have been a surprise pick for you, too. You didn't see this one coming. Did not see this coming. Uh, it is The West Wing. Yeah, what? Have you ever watched West Wing at all? No. This is a great, great picture. Definitely not. I can honestly say West Wing is... Top three for me. What's of it about? All time. Legitimately, I don't know. Okay, this little dude right here. All right, that's Josiah Bartlett. All right, he is the president of the United States. Okay, okay. this well, that's his wife, chief of staff. Is that um, Rob Lowe? Yes, Rob okay. Lowe. He was only there for like two seasons. And anyway, the rest of his staff. It's it's just the story of the West Wing during a fictional president's time, but it is the most realistic take on a president. But I mean, he's obviously not like super flawed, like. Our presidents are now. Yeah, he's you know a good president, like wonderful, makes a lot of the right decisions, but a lot of bad things happen. Okay, it is honestly just the most or the the most well done show okay. I think I've ever seen. Well written show, well filmed. What like, years was it out? I think you know. Let me just look this up because it was nineties. Um, I know at least when it started. And I think it finished in the two thousands. Yeah. Okay. So it originally broadcast September of nineteen ninety nine and finished in oh six. Okay. Um, so it's not as old as I thought. Honestly. No. Mm-mm. Okay. It is. You have to kind of be into a little bit of the political side yeah, of things. Yeah, for sure. But it's just a great human story about him, their struggles, and it's not as episodic as it seems. Okay. It is very much up and down in one big storyline. Okay. Um, I want to give a shout out to Cody Turner. Okay. If he ever listens to this, because he's the one who was like, you got to watch The West Wing. We watched, I think, the first episode first. So season. you didn't get into this until after college? Yeah, right before Sarah and I were married. Oh, and, wow. And we watched the first episode first season, and I'm telling you, within an hour, I was hooked. Okay. And if you watch the first episode first season and you're not hooked, the show's not for you. I'm okay. sorry. It, you just know. It's, you just it's know. It's made for a specific genre. Like. Oh, well. I don't know if it's specific genre, but you just know for yourself. Okay. If you watch that first episode and you are not sucked in, you don't ever that's okay. In. Yeah. Um, also, quick note, this is an Aaron Sorkin uh, written show. Do you know Aaron Sorkin mm-hmm. at all? Okay. Let's just name a few of his films. A Few Good Men, To Go Mockingbird, West Wing, um, The Newsroom, 
Uh, what else has he done? Moneyball, Social Network. Wow. Um, okay. He is a writer of writers. He's fantastic. Um, he's kind of a, I don't know, controversial figure at times, but dude can write. Yeah. Um, and he wrote the first two or three seasons of this. Um, they had some disagreements, and he kind of parted, but uh, gosh, you yeah. can tell the way that they do the dialogue. Oh, my gosh. I could talk about the West Wing <coughs> so much. There's, I know. You're, like, excited right now. Because it's awesome. There's, like, a couple West Wing podcasts that are still, like, in the top podcasts wow. of podcasts. Should we change our podcast to West Wing podcast? We probably should, but you need to watch it first. <laughs> But they just go through the like West Wing episode by episode and just break it down and talk about how good it is. You need to watch it. We'll see. I know it's not you at all, but listeners, please watch the West Wing if you haven't. Check out West Wing. It's great. All right, go ahead. it's going to be so different. Like, you, I, you're not expecting this. I promise. I'm. I'm not. You're not. Okay, I'm ready. Sports Center. Not ready. Never mind. <laughs> I thought it was going to be thirty for thirty or something. No, it, it legit is Sports Center. And I know it's not like a story-based TV show by any means. Well, it is. <laughs> but think about it. Like, what's something that you, whenever you're just sitting on the TV, you have nothing to watch, what do you put on? Most likely. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be some kind of sports. Sports center. Yeah. And it's always on. Mm-hmm. And I just, I remember vividly being sick, from uh, being home from school. And I would put it on at 7 a.m., have reruns of it until like 11 a.m. The same episode over and over again, and I would watch all four episodes. <laughs> And it's just one of those iconic shows that just, it's always been there. It's always been yeah. on. Seven days a week, Sports Center's always there. Growing up loving sports, it's there. And yeah. a very interesting take, which people probably would never expect on a top five most influential list. Influential, I get it. Yeah. I, I get it. Not because, best by any means. Yeah. Like, no, definitely not. Yeah. But influential, yeah. It, depending on what your definition of influential is, yes. Yes. We're, we're, we're going a little bit different direction. I know. But I like it. It's very, it's, it I'm, I like that our lists are very different. Yeah, it's really very cool. much so. Yes. Um, so, yeah, Sports Center, it, it's there. That's a good pick. You know? Very different, right? I never watched as much Sports Center as when we would like go to your house or something yeah. in college. And like everybody would be going to sleep or something. We'd all be piled up on the couch of the floor and like, all right, let's go to Sports Center on. Yep, that's what it was. So, you would be waking up at different periods of the night. To like the same highlight mm-hmm. happening, and this was this is the OG top ten man. Like you always wait this little top ten at the yeah. very end, top ten place, and then Friday was always the not top ten. Yep. So if you love sports, you know Sports Center, and it's just gotten better. They've done a really good job. With Absolutely, sports, I'll say that. Um, two, number two, number two. You saw this already, right? I think so. Because number two is not my number one. Obviously, <laughs> I'm trying to build some suspense here. Okay. okay? <laughs> number two for me is The Office. Mm. All right. Okay. I don't need to say much more. It is The Office. There's nothing else to say, It is really. an absolutely fantastic show. It has the story all the way through. It has the ep- episodic thing, you know, and it's hilarious, but it's also touching. You have Jim and Pam. You have Michael. You have everything. I don't need to say anything. If you haven't watched The Office and you're listening, like, Real, what is it. wrong with you? Absolutely. Number one. But number two, please watch it. Yeah. Make it through season one and two. Season three starts getting much better. Season four will have your heart. Torn season five gets much better. Oh, it's so good! And yes, yeah, season one's a little harder to watch, it is, but once you watch it and you love the show, you always come back and you, you love season one. Yeah, yeah, for yeah, you just have to get to love the show. Yeah, you, you, do. Lo- you love the characters, they become a part of your and it's life. one that's worth investing in Absolutely. through season one and two. Absolutely, the only reason we still have Netflix mm. is The Office. That's strong. Um, my number two is not The Office, but it's SpongeBob SquarePants. I have no respect for you. 
at all. <laughs> okay. Although I love SpongeBob, it is not influential in any way. Influential in a weird way for me. Okay. It's not, it may actually be one of my top like 20 favorite shows. But SpongeBob, yes, Rugrats was, you know, younger, but SpongeBob was the show. SpongeBob has been on TV since 1999. It's 2019. I didn't even think about that. Are they still making new episodes? Yes. Wow. 20 years of cartoons, some of the greatest writing in cartoons, some of the funniest humor, adult-centered humor as well in it. I miss Nickelodeon now as a 26-year-old because I can't watch SpongeBob. I don't have it on Hulu. Yeah. I... It's, it's that show that was always on as a kid, as a teenager, Spongebob. It, it influenced me. And no, it didn't change me. It wasn't a moralistic show that helped me get through hard times in my life. Yeah. It was just always a show that was on. Okay. <laughs> I want to point out one thing about your entire list. All right. On your list, you have Spongebob, The Clone Wars, VeggieTales... Drake and Josh and Rugrats. These out of the ten shows that you mm-hmm. listed, four of them are animated series, and mm-hmm. the other one it's is Drake another Nickelodeon show. Influenced my whole life, the, for real. Like I was right. thinking, like my whole life, what's influenced me? If you say so. And as a kid, I wasn't watching The Office. I wasn't watching Parks and Rec. I wasn't watching Game of Thrones as a seven-year-old. It wasn't out, but you know, like yeah. these were the things that I watched as a kid. That's fair. That's fair. And that's that's the way I took this influential idea. Yeah, no, that makes sense. It's it's definitely a personal thing. Yeah, and that's everybody's that's gonna have cool a different it. list. It's, it's, it's a personal, very personal list with your most influential. Yeah. Um. So here we go. Number one, we'll put a drum roll in and post. Yeah. No, we won't. Um. Number one for me is Seinfeld. If mm. you know me at all, you know Seinfeld has my heart at all times. Yeah. Well, you talk about growing up watching Rugrats, watching Drake and Josh. <laughs> We grew up watching, watching nothing Jerry Seinfeld. but Seinfeld. <laughs> guys, guys, Seinfeld is the greatest show of all time. <laughs> I don't care. You can fight me on it. It is fantastic. It is some of the best writing truly ever. Yeah. All right? The show is just great. Um, Jerry cannot stay in character. He is like Jimmy Fallon yeah. half the time, but it's great. You have Kramer, you have George, you have Elaine, and you have every... Like, I, there are... Throughout the day, I can... At least four or five different times, I'm like, "That's a Seinfeld episode. That's yeah. a Seinfeld episode. That's a Seinfeld quote. That's a Seinfeld episode." Yeah. It's such, it's just real life, in the funniest way possible, but still very real. Which I've never watched all of Seinfeld, but in college, you you watched it a lot. Oh yeah, and I like it. I really do like the show. Yeah. I don't love it because I've never invested time, mm-hmm. but it is a good show. Like, it it you, doesn't you have the story it. all the way through. That's the one thing okay. that I. It's hard. They have re- recurring characters, recurring events that happen. You know. Uh, George, in the last couple seasons, actually in the last half of the show, he's engaged. Um, then he's starting to get married, and then she dies by licking these envelopes. But it's actually really hilarious, and it's the summer of George, and he gets hurt. Okay. And then all this other stuff, and then he has to start a foundation in her name, but he hates it, yeah. and he has to run it, and all this It's just, just all this so kind of funny. Um, but Seinfeld, uh, definitely the greatest show of all time. Would it, watch it is forever. it your greatest and most influential? Yeah. Okay. It, and I can truly say this show influenced me in so many ways. Yeah. Um, yeah. Maybe my, go ahead. my number one's the same. Uh, not, not Seinfeld, but I like wish. greatest and most influential. Yeah. Something that I think of, like every situation can come back to this show. Oh, yeah. And it's The Bachelor. No, it isn't. <laughs> Good try. <though. laughs> it's The Office. Of course. I mean, yeah, you talked about it at number two, but it's a show I didn't give a shot to college. 
I was like, okay, who cares about this hype? I don't want to watch this show. It's very dry. You actually, really? Legit. Hmm. I didn't watch it till college. Um, Interesting. And then I just could not stop. I've watched this series 12, 13 times full. Holy moly. It's the sh- this is the show that's on our TV. Like, oh, yeah. We, you just put it on. If there's nothing else to watch. Judah loves it. Judah loves it, man. <laughs> just kidding. Legit, whenever he hears the jingle at the beginning, yeah. he, his head's like, what? He just loves jingles. <laughs> and that's just such a catchy jingle that he just goes immediately to it. Yeah. Um, like we said earlier, we'll, we'll probably do a few episodes solely on The Office. Is it about just uh, talking about it? Because it really is such an influential TV show. Yeah. And not just for me, but I think... For shows in general. It's influenced a lot of shows mm-hmm. of their style, their comedy. Parks and Rec, you could say, is almost a direct ripoff of The Office. Oh, it definitely is. Yeah. And it, they almost made it in the same universe, but they decided not to. Yeah. Um, but it really, you can't not love The Office. I'm curious, any of our listeners, if you have ideas of what we should do for Office episodes. Yeah. We'd love to hear that from you guys. It is theculture-shock-pod at gmail.com. Good, good drop on there. Yeah, had to throw that one in, but I so agree with the office. It is fantastic. It is so good. I'm, but I, it's just the fact I grew up on Seinfeld. I can yeah. never, never get over how good Seinfeld Influential. is. Influential. You can't, I mean, I can't argue with you on that one. Can't change it. Yeah. Can't change it. Can't change that one. Nope. Um, so we do, really quick, we want to kind of go through the top 10 greatest shows of all time according to the Rolling Stone. Oh, we're so, doing the Rolling Stone one. Let's, let's look at the Rolling Stone right. one. Let's go for it. Um, just to kind of compare list, which... Mine doesn't match up one bit. I think I have one. I have definitely do zero. I? You have you have one. Oh, I do have one. Yeah. Um. So I'm just gonna go through them really quick because top ten. Yeah. All right. Um. Number ten. Uh, sorry, I scrolled down to number one. Do you have number ten? Yeah. Number ten is the Daily Show. Do you remember this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was this John Stewart. Yeah. Yeah. So Daily Show. It's been going on since the '90s now. Somebody else, I think, is doing it. Um. It's kind of interesting that they put this. I think this was a poll that they did. Okay. Um. And you know they. Yeah. I don't know how they did it exactly, but The Daily Show was up there. It is very smart, at the same time kind of down and dirty comedy. Yeah. Um, and very, it, it, it hit the perfect stride with uh, George W., um, you know, and they could really make fun of that guy. I never really watched The Daily Show, though. All the way through. I watched a couple of them. They're, they're really good. All right, so you get eight and nine. I don't have them up, up here. Okay. Uh, number nine is All in the Family. i got to be honest. I don't know anything about this, but it's from the 70s. Okay. Um, I was not alive then. Uh, another common one with me, Saturday Night Live, is number eight. eight. Okay. Yeah. Seven is Twilight Zone. Twilight Zone, I could agree with that. Yeah. Now, that, that show, we used to watch it kind of as kids. Not as kids. It is kids. trippy. Yeah, but it made you think. Yeah. It was like true critical thinking. New Year's Eve, they always have like a 24-hour like twi- uh, si- Twilight Zone. Twilight Zone. Twilight Zone. Yeah. Twilight Zone marathon. Uh, number six is The Simpsons. I mean. Yeah, whatever. It just has to be on these the stupid 1989 lists. to like 30 years is of Is it running. 89 when it started? Yeah. Insane. Um, number five, you get number five. Seinfeld. Okay. Love you, Seinfeld. Can't not. Um, number four is Mad Men. You ever watched Mad Men? No. I, I, I have a hard time recommending it. Yeah. Um, which we only watched, Sarah and I watched a little bit of it because you always hear Mad Men. Yeah. Such a good show. Such a good show. I uh, couldn't get into it. It's very dry, mm-hmm. um, misogynistic. <laughs> is it very? Is it political? Not really, but it is very much just like... Yeah. It, tries a little too hard to reflect the culture of men in charge in the 60s and 50s. Um, I I could not get into it, but some people really like it. Oh, yeah. Uh, Number three is Breaking Bad. I never got into. I watched a couple episodes. But it is revered as one of the greatest. Yeah, when you get in the later seasons, especially, it's got like this just snowball momentum, and it's just, you know it's going to something. Top two, uh, The Wire is number two. Never watched. 
I am curious how this one made it up. I heard it's fantastic. It's another HBO show. Um, but I don't know what exactly brought it to be number two oh, on yeah. their list. And then number one, um, The Crime Saga, Sopranos. Now, this is what I thought was interesting. Out of a lot of our lists and some of the other ones we looked at, you've got a ton of HBO shows yeah. that make that list. But it all starts with The Sopranos. Yeah. Like, almost all of them start with. So HBO was one. It came out late 90s, I think, um, where they did Band of Brothers. Mm -hmm. But also they did The Sopranos. And The Sopranos, I don't Have you watched it? Mm -mm. But it was one of these shows. I've watched a couple documentaries or whatever, and they always talk about The Sopranos as yeah. being the show that broke the mold completely okay. for how TV could be done yeah. and how like wide open it could be. And just like, in your face, this was a mobster. You hated him, but you loved him. Yeah. And you mainly loved him, but he was actually the worst. So, anyway. I don't know. Interesting show. I'd like to watch it one of these days, but here's pretty rough. So, that's all we have for TV this week. Uh, tweet us or send us an email. What's your top five most influential is um, with your TV shows? Yeah, I'd really be curious to see what people think. I'm, I'm really curious yeah. on that front. Um, so, this week we have just a little bit of news. Not too much in there. Um, we got a new trailer for Spider-Man Homecoming. Far from you? home, rather. Far from home. Good start. Um, what were your thoughts? Oh, I thought it was great. I thought it was real glad I did the uh, Tom Holland at the beginning and was saying, like, hey, if you have not seen Avengers Endgame... That was cool. This is not going to make sense. Yeah. And, yeah, that was really cool. Um, a lot more about Mysterio and just about, uh, you know, what he's going to be doing or how he, they said he came from a other universe kind of thing. Yeah. Isn't that what they said? The multiverse. He the said, multiverse. I'm not from your universe. Now, I personally did not think that that was true. I think it is. I don't think so, because it's Mysterio. Like, he's Mysterio. I think he is a, he's a true con man, like, right? So he's not going to... I don't think he's telling the truth. I I'm interested to see. Yep. Um, but it picks up right where Endgame left off, clearly, with um, the death of Tony Stark. Uh, spoilers. Oh, gosh. Spoiler. Spoilers in Endgame, which, which spoilers are op on the open. The Russo brothers said this Monday, all spoilers are fair game. So, sorry... Sorry about you. We already kind of spoiled that. Um, I'm excited. I really am excited about this movie. It's going to be a fun take on Spider-Man. It's going to be cool to look at Mysterio in a different light. Yeah. Uh, not, not too much to break down besides the whole multiverse thing. They still haven't revealed a lot about the timeline. So that's my Correct. Only big question coming out of that. If you haven't watched the trailer, go watch it. Um, it's definitely worth a watch. And Absolutely. Um, and then a little bit more Marvel and Star Wars news. Um, I'll stick with Marvel for a second. We got a release schedule. For the next, what, five, six, seven years of Marvel movies? I think it's five years. Um, through 2020. None of them... 2022. 22, you're right. I just read that number wrong. <laughs> May 1st, 2020. November 6th, 2020. February 12th, 2021. And then it just keeps on going on. And then it goes May 7th, November, February, May, May 6th, July, which is interesting. July 2020. I think that could be the next Avengers film. 2022? 2020. Why do I keep saying you're that? You're having a hard time today. July 29th, 2022. Or May 6, 2022. That that looks more of the Avengers spot. That's what I'm thinking. July 29th is more of the like Ant-Man and the Wasp type of spot. Yeah, they they save these May releases for the big Avengers type things. Yeah. Right. So we have one in 2021 May set. We got actually we got 2020, 2021, 2022. That's going to be hard to say. Interesting. Really I really don't know where we're going to go with that. I, that's what I'm thinking. Like once I think once we know what the May 1st one is, yes. it'll give us a little bit of a clue. It could be just a small team-up movie or something like that, like how they did Civil War. We just kind of know the, the names. They don't, they just released... The names. Yes. They just basically released the movie, like the dates. They didn't release yeah. um, which particular movies. And they're waiting on Far From Home to come out on July Correct. 2nd before they give us anything else. So that also, 
you know, if you weren't planning on going to see Far From Home, you probably should if you care anything about the Marvel timeline because I think it's going to be really big. Absolutely. Setting up whatever's coming next. Absolutely. Um, and along with new release schedule, we got the new Star Wars releases. Interesting, too, here. Very, i got to say. Nobody was really <clears throat> expecting this one. Mm-mm. <coughs> Sorry, guys. Because Rise of the Skywalker this year, End of the Skywalker Saga... So what are these movies? They're, they're spaced two years apart, just like we've had here. They're spaced two years apart. Sorry. Oh, like space. That was really stupid. And they're uh, anticipating December releases, just like they have done mm-hmm. Force Awakens, Last Jedi, and Rise of the Skywalker. I love December releases. I do, too. They're, Mainly because they're around my birthday. Timing, but. Yes. <laughs> it's like, it will be... None of these are on your birthday specifically. 16th, 20th, and the 18th. 16th is close enough. Yeah, two days off. So we're really close on that. So all these are two years apart, though. Just like we are been doing. I don't know. It's going to be an episodic trilogy. Have they uh, confirmed No, that? but I assume. I assume it will be. What? Okay, what, we don't have to get into this now, but what do you think is the most likely thing most likely that they're going to kind of take, or at least time period they're going to jump into? Older public. You think? Most likely is what I'm thinking. Mm. They may go completely different. We I, got three years to find out. I'll tell you what I would love to see, but I doubt will happen, is a Vader trilogy. Okay. Tell me that would not be It would be cool, but amazing. I, th- I think they want to move away from the Skywalker timeline. I know, but I'm just selfishly hoping that that's what it is. They'll probably save something like that for Disney+. Hey, Plus. Lucasfilm, Kathleen Kennedy, Vader trilogy. We know you listen, so. Definitely. Um, <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> so, yeah, that's our news for this week. Uh, not too much, really. Um, yeah, not too so much. So that's, that's what we got. So that just brings us down to one more thing today. What is that? Cody. <laughs> what you binging? What you binging? I am binging a lot of soccer. Okay. Right a lot of football. Um, Champions League matches happened this past week. The semifinals are finished. They'll play again on June 1st, so i got to wait for that. But Premier League... Um, been watching a lot of that. Sarah and I are going to an Atlanta United game Ooh. this Sunday. Oh, for Mother's Day. Mother's Day. She's, she's not, not a mother, mother but still. we're also meeting, hopefully, our family yeah. there. So, um, also, if you're listening to this on Mother's Day or past, happy Mother's Day to all you mothers. Check this out. Hey, Elizabeth, happy Mother's Day. I'm getting you blueberry bush, some books, a manicure, and some things, like some pictures to go on the wall. She won't listen. So, this <laughs> If she does, so if she listens before if she does, it's going to be way after. Isn't that awesome? <laughs> That's so Isn't funny. that awesome? Wow. <laughs> I love you, dear. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what else besides football? Uh, a lot of football. Um, I'm still, like I said, Expanse. I don't know why I've been harping on it so much, but it's just been a constant right now. Yeah. It's a good book series. Still recommend it to anybody. I will say I finished Timothy Zahn's Heir to the Empire. Okay. Not that great. Okay. Ending was okay. It wasn't, it just wasn't what I expected, I guess. But I'm reading it in this Force Awakens, yeah. you know, we've, we've gone so far now. Yeah. Um, to where if I read this right after uh, The Return of the Jedi, I would be eating it up. For sure. But um, it's okay. It does set up the trilogy. I might read some more into it, but I think I'd rather read the newer trilogy that he's starting okay. with Thrawn. Yeah. Um, so, Which anyway. I've almost finished. I'm still working through that book. I wish you would finish it so I I'm could. i uh, slow. Yeah. I know. All right, Tower. I forget to ask you. Always you always forget. I'm sorry. Tower, what are you binging? I already hit on one a little bit. We just started a new episode, season of Survivor. Finished it in five days. Hold on. What, what year are you on in Survivor? Like, we watched the most recent season besides the one they're on right now. Oh, okay. So we just you didn't watched go back to like 02 and start She's that. actually watching Elizabeth's episode, uh, season two. It's way harder to watch. It's it is harder to watch, 
but if you watched it the first time, it's kind of fun to go it back. Is, it's very interesting. Yeah. Um, so looking through that, I'm starting a new book that I just ordered called Educated. Um, it's, I've been recommended to it by our pastor, Brandon, and a few other friends uh, who we work with. But it's, I think it's just about a girl who, li- who was raised out west in kind of like Mormon country, but like really weird Mormonism, and just kind of like her belief systems and how they changed as she grew older and like got educated and got out of that type of system. So I don't, I don't know a lot about it. Interested to read that. And then oh. this week I finally finished Kingdom Hearts 3. How does it feel? I don't know if I can recommend it. Really? Just because of the cutscenes? <laughs> yeah, legitimately, yes. If you have not watched hours of video or played all eight games up until Kingdom Hearts 3, yes, eight games, Jeez. then you have no clue what's going on with the story. Oh, yes. Combat's awesome. Disney Worlds are awesome. But there were 12 hours of cutscenes within my 30 hours of gameplay. 12 hours of cutscenes. That's sickening. I don't, I don't know how I feel. I'm glad I finished the game. Yeah. That's all I can say. I, that is a good feeling. Yeah, Once you finish a game... And... First game I finished since... I, I don't know. I was really? thinking back. I can't remember the last game I finished fully. Hold on. i got to think about this, too. I think the way they make games now, it's a little different, especially if you're doing solo mm-hmm. multi- or solo single-player yeah. storyline. I think the last game I actually finished the storyline in was Mass Effect Andromeda. Okay. I could almost recommend that game. It's kind of fun. Okay. People hated it when it came out. I never out. played it. And then Assassin's Creed Origins, I want to say, was the game before that. Never finished Origins. And I almost finished that game entirely. I put some hours in yeah. that thing. That's a great game. Having a kid, it's harder to finish the game fully. So I'm proud yeah. of myself for three months. Is what it took me to finish Kingdom Hearts 3, but I did it. Proud of myself. Hey, now you need a new game, right? Sekiro. It's coming in right now. I was going to say people give you recommendations. Or... Yeah. Hey, give, give us some recommendations. Tweet us. Send us an email. We say that a lot. TheCultureStarkPodcast.com. I got to be honest. I'm really fishing for an email. I know. Our first I want email. One. I'm waiting. I, I check our spam folder every day. Hit us up, guys. There's nothing. Hit us up. It is um, the Culture Shock Pod. The right? Culture Shock Pod cast. Cast? I don't know. No, it's the Culture Shock Pod at Gmail. At Gmail. Yeah. So yeah. Um, if you like what you heard, send us an email. Send us a tweet. Like us. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher. And on Audio Boom, check us out there. Give us a five-star review. There's a lot you've got to do, people. If you can. Um, or just listen. Yeah, we're cool with that, too. We're just cool with just sharing, listening. Um, or go onto my Instagram right now and give us a recommendation of what you want to see in an episode. Oh, yeah. I just put out a story that. this afternoon of what you want to see in our next episode. So we've got a, a few actually good ideas mm-hmm. that we may be hitting at. So, yeah. Instagram.com slash Tyler B. Grant. TB Grant. Oh, Forgot. TB Grant or Cody Hager 42. 42, son. So check us out there. <laughs> but I think for that's... Jackie Robinson. <laughs> oh, is, is that what it is? No, it's, it's for. Oh, whatever. Yeah. Gal- galaxy of Heroes. Did you almost just say Galaxy of Heroes? Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. That's it. Our right. Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy episode will be coming out soon, though. Just wait for it. But I think that's all the time <laughs> we have for you this week on the Culture Shock Podcast. We will see you guys next week. Bye.